episode of the Punk Rocket Show is brought to you by the label Iodine Recordings. Their catalog includes great punk, pop punk and hardcore bands like Smoke or Fire, The Iron Roses, Hey Tanks, Stretch Armstrong, The Darling Fire and many many more. It's not complicated, all the bands on Iodine Recordings are a great fit on this podcast and the label is run by great humans with good values. If you're a vinyl lover like I am, check their selection of gorgeous colored LPs. Thank you so much, Iodine, for supporting this podcast. Check the show notes or visit iodinerecords.com and enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, Punk Rockers. Welcome to the Punk Rocket Show, episode 94. You are doing great today. My name is Emilie Plamondon. I live in Quebec City in Canada. I love punk rock related music so much and I'm your host. This week my guests are Travis and Trevor, lead singer and drummer of the band Hey Tanks from New Orleans in the US. We had a very nice conversation and also they told me such a crazy story. I never laughed that much during an interview, so don't miss this one. Travis and Trevor repunk Menju, the band Brat from their local scene, and I'm gonna repunk Menju, the band Driveway Legends from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. And the show is starting now, let's go. Hello, hello, beautiful punk rock humans. I hope you are doing great. I'm pretty tired <laughs> because oh, last night was so amazing. I went to a rad show with bands from the Quebec scene. It was in a little town about 45 minutes away from Quebec City called Saint-Raymond. And I have a lot of punk rock friends uh, from there. So it was fun to go in their hood to have this amazing show. Okay, so since it's a very small town, uh, the show was in a dance studio so it wasn't a music venue it was a dance studio and it was BYOB bring your own booze it was so punk <laughs> and I had the chance to watch shows from my friends in Tears Theory Colors Fade Hitch and Go and Persistence I was so happy to see good friends some of them I haven't seen them in a while so it was super fun and it was really funny because <laughs> So it's a dance, dance floor, you know, so it was super slippery because some people uh, spilled beer on the floor. And <laughs> at some point, my friends in Ichengo were playing their song, If I Fall, and people... <laughs> People literally fell at the same time they were playing the song. <laughs> it was really epic. And, you know, I had three pints of beer, which is a lot for me. Like, it's a crazy amount of alcohol. And I went to bed at around 2.30, 3 a.m. Couldn't sleep after 7. So I felt pretty hungover all day. But I decided to forgive myself because first, I don't drink that much um, regularly. It's, uh, it doesn't happen a lot anymore. And the night was so fun. So I have no regrets. And I took some Advil and I was fine. But I have to face the truth. I'm getting older and even if I'm never like completely drunk or I don't black out, I'm not like 
out of control at all. I'm just like tipsy <laughs> for the whole night. <laughs> But I, I still have bad hangovers the next day. So mm, I'm happy I slowed down. Oh, I love my local scene so much. We are such a beautiful family. I hope it's the same thing for you wherever you are on this crazy planet. I wanted to talk to you about three amazing single releases that we had this week. And I will definitely include them on this week's playlist. Because yes, I do weekly playlists on Spotify. If you want to take a look, check the show notes. Or you can also like search for Punk Rocket playlist on Spotify. You can also join me every Sunday night from 6.30 to 7.30 East on Facebook and Instagram because I record this playlist live for my weekly radio show and I take your requests. So I just wanted to remind you that it's a very fun moment that I spend with you every week. So yeah, this week I will definitely include a new song from the Canadian skate punk band Deb Cemetery. They just released the song Let's Murderize Them. It's so good, so energetic. It's totally their usual style. I love it. Also, oh man, the band Versus the World um, with, with members of Laguagan and Good Riddance. They just released a new song called Road Sick, Road Sick. The vocals are incredible and I'm excited to hear the new album The Bastards Live Forever that's going to be released at the end of May. I reached the band already for an interview, maybe close to the release date. I want to know more about them and yeah, I'm very stoked about this new song. Song. And if you love hardcore music, you have to check the band Don't Try from my local scene. They used to be called Boundaries, but, but they, they changed their, their name, I think, because there was another hardcore band with that name, if I'm correct. But Don't Try released a new song featuring Andrew of Comeback Kid. The song is called Crumb. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. And speaking of incredible music by incredible bands, let's listen to the first Repunkmendations for today. Repunkmendation. My suggestion for you today is for the band Driveway Legends from Saskatoon in the province of Saskatchewan, Canada. And I was happy to find them because, to be honest, I don't know a lot of bands from Saskatchewan, so why not? It's great. So Driveway Legends is a punk trio with a lot of energy. I really love the bass and the raw vocals. Reminds me of the Rancid vocals, by the way. It's good. They released their album Get It Together a few days ago. So let's listen to their song Midlife Crisis. <laughs> Two cars, a bat's head out on the credit card 
Yeah, let's listen to the great chat I had with Trevor and Travis from Hey Tanks. Such a great young band from New Orleans, Louisiana in the US. I discovered them because of Viodine Recordings. So during the interview, we talked about their amazing blend of influences, about their writing process, the lyrics, and how they got to be on Iodine Recordings, and how how they got scammed. Like, they, they, they got scammed about being signed on a big label, and uh, that story is awful. But the way they were telling me that story was hilarious. I've never laughed that much. I, I was crying. Like, I was... I was having uh, laughing tears. <laughs> I still can't believe this story. And during the interview, you're going to listen to their song, How It's Supposed to Be. And at the end of the interview, I asked them to suggest me some bands from their local scene. And among those bands, I chose the band Brat. It's a dead grind hardcore band. So it's not our typical genre here. I don't go um, that hardcore usually, but I thought it was really great. It sounds great. The lead singer is really impressive. So you're going to hear their song, Grime Bus. Hey, punk rock human. If you like merch as much as I do, I strongly recommend you the website epicmerchstore.com. They have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, hats, long sleeves, and kids merch for more than 200 punk rock, ska, hardcore, and metal bands from all around the planet. So if you like bands like Good Riddance, The Dreadnoughts, Friends of Rome, After the Fall, Diesel Boy, Krang, Straight Line, Polly, Randy, and many more. Oh, they also have a Tony Slide tribute merch. They support smaller and bigger bands from all around the world. Plus, they ship worldwide and you can have a flat rate shipping cost. Get your merch at epicmerchstore.com. Hi! How's it going? Hi, I'm good, and you? I'm good, doing good. We're good. We both just got off of work. I just got finished um, running like two miles, so... I'm here in the flesh. I made it. <laughs> I should do that, but it's winter here and it's very slippery. But some people are running in winter here in Quebec. Hey, it was like 80 <laughs> degrees over here today. So we are like exact opposites right now. The last week, it, it's been changing like every other week. So like uh, we kind of don't know what to expect anymore. So I've just kind of stopped paying attention to like the temperature because I'm just... I take I take cold showers now, so yeah. I'm trying to get. <laughs> so I I always ask this question to my guests, but where are you on this crazy planet where it's 80 degrees right now? We are in New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. My boyfriend really wants us to travel there eventually. Yeah, I was just it's missed fun. that. It was just Mardi Gras. Yeah. Tuesday. You just missed it. Yeah. Uh, it was a big, big, lots of parades, lots of. Uh, I don't know, lots of festivals going on, so uh, it was fun. And um, how, how's the scene there? Because Casey uh, uh, from Iodine told me that it's pretty hard um, for the punk scene there or something. It's different, but I think it's coming up. I mean, we got a lot of cool bands doing cool stuff right now. Yeah, I think it's a cool scene. Like, there's a lot of great bands, but I think that um, as far as, like, places to play and like people that are wanting to like go out and like see these bands mm. and stuff. I think that's where the work is still needed because like, there's a lot of great musicians out here that are yeah, trying to be and definitely do stuff, a you know? music city, but I was, I was wondering about the punk scene and you know, 
awesome. But I feel like it's getting even better since after COVID. I yeah, feel like oh, it's really? been improving since then, so it's gonna come up. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> why is that? Oh, because the bands are playing. It's doing good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm I'm glad to hear. So. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you could introduce yourself a little, like what you do in the band and your personal background with music, both of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Trevor. I play drums in the band. Uh, the only member that's played every Hey Thanks show. <laughs> oh, really? So that's an important tidbit. Um, and background in music. Uh, my dad was a drummer, so I've been playing drums since I was like three. Oh. Uh, did the whole high school band shit. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm here. That's funny because I had another guest who started to play drums when he was super young like this and I was really impressed and he was telling me that he he learned how to play drums before he could understand music. Was it your case? Yeah, yeah. We would, I, was, I have like earliest memories of like just sitting with my dad behind drums and like just banging on stuff with music playing. So just beat it like not knowing. Yeah. That's how you get the feel for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, you can really think about it too hard. You got to feel it. Trevor's bring up is, is much more interesting than, uh, than mine. I feel like I didn't even, st I didn't start playing music till I was probably 13 or 14. Hmm. And, uh, it started off like trying to learn how to play acoustic guitar. And I tried to copy different singers I know this is a very cringe thing for me now, but I used to try and imitate Escape the Fate when I was like, when I yeah. was like super young. So, um, I it, though. yeah. Why is it? Why is it cringe? Because I did that with, his, with because Williams. Only, only because of all the allegations I hear about uh, oh. the old the old singer or oh, whatever. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, like, wow. Yeah, okay. but I was I, like, I, there's nothing cringe about imitating a musician. You're like, I did that with Haley Williams, but I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, know. By the way, you are a great singer. I saw some of your oh. videos. I was like, you're so good. So. Oh, thank you so much. I, yeah. I try to practice uh, different stuff these days. I think it's fun to practice with piano. I don't know what you're doing because I, I, I always tell myself I'm going to do covers and stuff, and I just like, I never, I never get the energy to like go through it and put it online, you know. I so. do parts of covers with my piano because I can't. I'm not. My piano playing is not good enough to do a whole song. <laughs> yeah. So I just do like parts of songs, and then I, I have like um, ADHD symptoms, so I, I always want to start new songs and before finishing it. So yeah, yeah. Oh But my I, gosh. I, I'm guilty of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> good. So um. Uh, And I think you also play drums, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I play drums. I'm not quite as like knowledgeable on like rudimentary rudiment stuff like Trevor. <laughs> rudimentary <laughs> rudiment stuff is Trevor, but, but uh, it is like probably my favorite instrument outside of like singing and mm -hmm. producing play. I, I just like I feel like I play the drum kit in our living room like every day for like at oh, least yeah. an hour or something that's right so, so if trevor so if eventually trevor can't play a show <laughs> and he yeah can... <laughs> oh my god i'm plotting it right now <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so I, i'm happy to talk to you because i think that uh hey thanks it has a pretty unique sound so i wonder uh what were your personal influences uh before Ooh. you start the band so did you know uh, 
did you know at first that okay this is the kind of music i want to play because it's a For me, it's a very unique blend of influences. So, uh, I just I think you can go with this one. Yeah, it's interesting I'll, I'll we, try to because we were a band before Travis, and we were just very quintessential pop punk uh, yeah. for a while. And then he came in, and we kind of shook things up. Yeah. So I guess like the best way I, I, I could I could think about Hey Thanks is like it started off as just like you know what you would think about it as, as pop punk music, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I, I'm very influenced by like old eighties music, like, you know, and so does Trevor, like, you know, I used to love bands like the cure and mm -hmm. bands like the Peshmo and all these other things. Oh, good. So. Uh oh, I think I lost you. Oh, okay, you're back. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said Depeche Mode. Oh. Okay, you. <laughs> I'm gonna see if Justin. Needs oh, to get yeah, we're gonna go see if our uh, roommate needs to get off the internet. Oh, <laughs> oh it reminds me when it, when I started to have internet and like. Uh, yeah. And I, and my my mom was like, I tried oh. to speak on the phone. Get out of internet. Yeah. Let's back to 1998. <laughs> I was gonna say we we pay for like the second cheapest plan, so <laughs> our internet is not. Not amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so, so, yeah, you, you were talking about uh, your influences by Depeche Mode, yeah. The Cure. The Cure, um, I was really into, um, like, talking heads and stuff like that. I did, So I feel like we wanted to make a record that it still had our roots from where the band started, but it was kind of our way of trying to branch out a little bit more into these other genres or nuances to like create that blend, you know, because we didn't want to just be completely a pop punk band or like yeah. a rock band. We kind of wanted to like have all these elements of all these genres that we kind of grew up on too, you know? Like, And I think another aspect of it is like, even when we were like super just generic pop punk, I feel like we never really felt like we like super fit in with any of the bands we were playing with and stuff like that. Oh. So this record is very much us just kind of leaning into that and being like, well, we're just going to make it sound like us. Even if we don't really like fit yeah. in, that's the cool part. Yeah. As much we as we can. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Because when I first listened to your band, I was like, Oh, the vocal fits perfectly with pop punk. Like mm -hmm. awesome vocal, by the way, <laughs> I returned oh, the compliment, but also like I, I can hear some emo, some, I don't know, yeah. indie, some, a lot yeah. of different mix. Um, so when, when did you start a band? Like five years ago or so? Yeah. started in 2016, 2017. You joined in 2017. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually wasn't the original singer. There's a, there's some secret deleted stuff that uh, only some people down here have of the old stuff before I was in the band. Oh. But um, this, yeah, I joined in like 2017 and we pretty much started touring as soon as I joined the band. Yeah, that know? summer. We did, we, we did it that summer and then kind of did it until the pandemic. And mm. once the pandemic came, we had to take like a two-year break <laughs> from touring. But, you know, I had it now. Yeah. So you started yeah. to tour like when, when you had the album written already or because i think Me, it was this was on our first ep with travis oh, you had yeah a, you was... had an ep yeah that's right yeah we had like a little ep that we had put out 
and we were I mean, we were the first tour we played. I'm pretty sure we hadn't even released or we only released some singles from uh, an EP that I don't even think we have out anymore. But we were just uh, we were just so desperate to want to try and get on the road and like see the country because we were like, if we're not going to do it now. We're never going to do it. So we were yeah. just like and we had a good opportunity. Our friends in Unamused Dave, uh, okay. we had booked them when we were booking shows back in Lafayette. Yeah. And they had hit us up and we're just like, hey, if y'all ever want a tour, let us know. And we were like, let's go. We'll go get a van right now. Oh, oh yeah. I like we that. Found, oh, yeah. like five months. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you pick the name? Hey, thanks. It's pretty unique, too. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it was it's very generic for like how bands get names i feel like we, we were just driving around one day uh shuffling spotify's looking for like any songs that had names that like spoke to us and it's a wonder year song hey, yeah thanks. it's a wonder years yeah uh, and we were like hey sounds cool <laughs> yeah all about gratitude us Gra guys over here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so positive Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But how can you be that positive when you have emo influences? Mm. That's the, that's that's the question. That's we'll, the joke. We can't we can't ever we'll never give away our secrets, you know. <laughs> But maybe it's a it's a passive aggressive hating. Hey, thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's true. No. That's true. <laughs> I like the ambiguity of it, though. It could be whatever you want it to mean. Whatever. Yeah, it, that's how freeing it is. <laughs> uh, depends right. on uh, depends on, of your mood that day. Yeah, so, which is different for us every day. Yeah, <laughs> like as yeah, humans. As humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, uh, it's emo. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you released the, the your debut album Start Living. Uh, I think it was in 2021 or two. Yeah, 21 last year. Yep. God, I know. Wait. Oh wait. No, it was 22. Was it 22? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't even know. Hold on. Oh, last year. <laughs> yeah, I think we're coming up on. I a, think it's coming up on a year. A so year. It's be 2022. Yeah, we're coming up on a year in May. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, good. Oh, that's yes. great. Mm. And, I'm glad. I think you worked with a producer for, for the album. Yeah, we worked with uh, Sione. Um, he runs Soundmaker Studios out in uh, New Jersey. And mm -hmm. he is honestly a big reason why we've gotten as far with this record as we did. Because he's the one who kind of helped us get in contact with Casey. And um, oh. I, I definitely... Um, I respect him a lot as a person. Not only just in like from what he's done for us as a band, but... I also love recording and like mixing and stuff. And when we had first did the record with him, there was just so much more I got to learn um, as somebody who wants to be a producer myself. Oh. That, uh, he kind of like showed me and stuff. And I feel like he was very, a very humbling and nice person to work with. So I, I love Gary. That was a whole crazy experience too, because that happened right as the pandemic was hitting. We like uh. had already had the studio time booked with him and it was right when all that kind of popped off. And yeah. so we just went and locked in at Gary's studio and just stayed in there like the whole month. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. it allows you to really focus on the project. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Yeah. And yeah, we only went, we didn't like see any other people. We just kind of like <laughs> went in the grocery store real quick, would grab groceries, come out, and it was just all about music. It was, oh, wow. Yeah. 
So here in Quebec, we had uh, we were allowed to stay with our own uh, family bubble for a while for mm -hmm. quarantine. So you became a family bubble with the yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we got really close to Gary's dog Bernie. So oh. you know. I, I never thought I never thought I'd be so friendly with a Bernadoodle, but Aww. here we are. You know, how did you work with him? Um, with uh, Gary, Gary, his name? Gary? Yeah, Gary Sione. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we actually did an EP with him before. Oh, okay, uh, knew he had reached out to us when we were starting. When he, I, I guess he saw we were like touring and stuff, mm -hmm. and he had reached out and said, "Hey, if y'all ever want to work on a record, I have." access to this studio y'all should come by yeah. so we did an ep with him uh mm -hmm. when he was working over there and then for this record we did it uh the whole thing with him full in his own space yeah so were oh, yeah. the were the songs all written and of course but like uh did he made you change a lot of things because some producers are more involved in the songs you know and it has an interesting way about it i feel like he'll never like i don't I feel like he was very much like, this is what I think should happen. You should do this exact change. But he would talk about parts and be like, let's rethink this. Yeah. Or he would just like, he would be like, I don't really know if this is hitting right. Y'all go back in there and just jam it. And yeah. we would oh, jam wow, a okay. couple of different things and try to like, so it wasn't like, I think it should be like this. It was more like, Mm -hmm. still giving us that freedom. Like, let's go, yeah. go explore uh, that more. Think about it a little deeper. Like, yeah. I think for that, especially the first EP we did with Gary, um, I feel like at that time, I, as songwriters, I feel like we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. So when we recorded the first EP, there were so many things he just made so obvious that I think me and Trevor like laugh about now because like we, we record and do music all the time. And we just think like, wow, how did we not realize like this one thing that Gary was making so obvious to us, you know? And, and now that we're like older and we're continuing to write stuff, it's like, you get to look back in time and see mm -hmm. like how much of those little things change you now as like a person who loves to record or whatever, you know, oh. that's cool. And yeah, you want to produce too, you said. So, um, yeah. so do you have the same uh, style of producing or, I think I, I picked up a lot from Gary as far as uh, uh, like structuring. Like he taught me um, a big thing about songs is like you'll never make a song or a mix of a song sound good if like the songwriting is just not there yet. So mm -hmm. like he taught me a lot about making sure like the the song and the writing part aspect of it is as good as it can be before you even worry about like recording stuff because oh, yeah. you know, he, he just changed the game a lot. Uh, I used to think a record meant you record all the drums and then you record all the guitars for every song. And he kind of broke that down. It was like, no, we're going to take it one song at a time, you know? And oh, yeah. I think, oh, I like know, that. He, yeah. He, he really cares about each song on its own because he thinks that's how you, you know, make good stuff. And I, I kind of believe that now. That's how I go about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a good way because I, I, I started a new band and I think it would be the way I would like to work too. Yeah. If I think about it. it. Yeah. It, every song yeah, is beautiful, you know? It kind of takes you out of the emotion of that song if you're just going, like, for me playing drums, like, track by track. It's like, okay, today we're going to knock out three different songs. And then 
the rest of the band's not around for that or something. Yeah. And they're not like in the moment of that song. Yeah. So kind of gives everything its character. Yeah. I think it lets everybody work together more mm-hmm. on, on every song at a time. It makes you feel more involved, you know, like yeah. being a part of one song. So, yeah. And yes. all, all songs become your baby and you're like, you yeah. know them yeah. as a whole person. <laughs> you see it blossom and then and then when the world sees it it's like them growing up so it's like you know <laughs> yeah. you kick them out and yeah. start the next <laughs> do another one then you do another yeah. one and you, you neglected the, the oh first one a little <laughs> oh uh, what inspired you about the topics because i don't know i i didn't have time to analyze um, all the lyrics and also I don't know why because I, my main language is French so sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to music and I just hear the semantic but I can't really hear the, the lyrics until I really focus on it so what are you yeah. writing about? Do you write? Uh, is everyone writing or? Um, most of this record uh, I was like lyrically I think mostly like for me I but there's an interesting way I like to look at things, which is that I feel like in some way the band existing in my life is its own influence of the writing itself. So I definitely feel like everybody plays their role as, as a part of the, the mm-hmm. story or the message, you know? So I, I think a lot of that at that time when we were recording the record, it was a lot of us not really knowing where the world was headed and we didn't know if we would be able to, afford to do another record of this scale on our own mm-hmm. again um and we decided we just a lot of the lyrics were just about like kind of trying to persevere through like the sad moments of like you know m- missing loved ones or not knowing if you're going to be with this yeah. person forever all the things you, that you ask yourself when you're going crazy <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's kind of what a lot of the record kind of stemmed from you know Some company for every hour that I breathe Some distractions, satisfactions To elude the irony That this is all hopeless Maybe a ghost doesn't sound as bad as it may seem Maybe silence is something that I just never thought I'd And I can't control And I'm sure that 
And what led you to iodine? You said you, you knew so, someone in common, but uh, how the collaboration started? I love Casey. He's great. Casey is so, uh, yeah, he, he pretty much uh, tells me every day he's going he's gonna to spank me. Or something. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna spank. No, Did you say he's um, gonna spank you? Did I? Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. A- he said he's a very. He's a very. Uh, he's very mean to me. But no, I oh. love Casey. Um, he. We connected with him because Gary. It, it's funny, but we had we recorded the record in like 2020, right? Mm-hmm. And we were sitting on it. We put out like one single from it um, about a year and a half later. And Gary had messaged us and was just like, hey, when are y'all putting this record out? Like, what's going on? And we kind of were like, well, this stuff is really good, but we don't feel like we can do this on our own financially, like giving it the amount of work yeah. and love it deserves. And so he reached out to a few different like labels for us and through a friend of his um, found out about Casey and uh, Casey just you know, he heard the record and he said he loved everything about it. And, you know, I think we're like one of the younger bands on the label for him. So he took a chance. And, uh, I mean, I feel like we, I've come a lot farther with music than I feel like we would have doing this on our own. So Mm -hmm. I think Casey really, you know, nailed it for us. That was the thing about like iodine for us was like getting to be that, like, new rebrand of the label it felt like there was a lot of cool momentum there and like so yeah. that was a cool fit for us yeah and you say you're the a, a young band on the label but also like you're among a lot of hardcore metal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we chose it actually because yeah. we, we had some other options uh for labels that made more sense like uh genre wise for us but in our head we were like you know what I mean, I am a big fan of bands like Refused and stuff. Like, I love, I love them and stuff. And I think in our heads, we were like, well, if we, if we join this label, that's full of like all these totally different bands. Mm -hmm. Even if somebody like hears us and they hate us, at least like, we're like so different from like the grain that it's like, you're going to notice us whether you like, like us or not, you know? Yeah. So that's, that was kind of our hope, you know? No, I think it's fun. It's refreshing also because, you know, uh, because Iodine is sponsoring uh, some episodes of uh, of my podcast. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll check the catalog and I'll check what fits the most with the show. And then I was I, I was exploring all the catalog and then I, I found you too. And I was like, oh, great. It's a total other genre, but it still fits my show. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool, cool stuff. But I, I, I heard that you, you almost oh. ended up on Pure Noise Records. But oh, Lord. How is that story getting out? That story. You shouldn't have talk, ever talked about that. I don't so, know. It's, 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 it's going to be a... So I just want to know what happened or not happened. All right. Well, this is kind of my joining the band story. Because, like, I was in a totally different band from our area. And our my old band played a show with um, with Hey Thanks mm-hmm. like at some venue around here, and six months later some stuff happened, and one of I think it was Joe, <laughs> the, uh, one of our old members had sent me a message and was like, Hey, do you want to sing for our band? And I was like, Okay, uh, like why? What's up? And they were like, 
Well, I think we're going to be getting uh, assigned to Pure Noise Records, <laughs> but the email was like saying that they had to be open to member changes, so that they were looking for like another singer, and hmm. pretty much the old singer told them that he was cool with just leaving and like not um, not staying in the band if it was going to help them. So old singer leaves. I get asked to join to like sign for this label. And then about three weeks or four weeks into uh, to practicing, um, I forget how, but they find out like that the email is completely fake. Well, yeah, like we had to like film, pra- they were telling us like, Hey, film practice of like y'all with this new guy. I want to see like what it sounds like and all. So we filmed stuff and oh we my jammed God. So you- and we went to send it and it was fake. It like didn't go through yeah. to the email. It was so weird. But yeah. Who- so I, who wrote that? Who? I don't if you know. Find out. Let us know. Yeah, if you find, if you solve the mystery, <laughs> you'll get a hundred dollars. Okay, so, but but you had um, you exchanged emails like back and forth with that person. No, it was at first. Did we? Yeah, at, at first. Yeah, it, it was send, working. We sent them like in the initial contact, and then he was like, "Okay, we're gonna reach back out in a couple weeks. Send us some videos." of y'all practicing yeah and when we sent the videos it was like turned off so we were like oh shit, something happened to their email so we emailed actual pure noise and was like hey uh i know i we were talking to so and so and they didn't uh their emails aren't going through now and pure noise was nice enough to like message back and they were just like i don't know what y'all are talking about that person doesn't work here uh sorry that sucks <laughs> okay because i was worried because what kind of label maybe i misunderstood because of english but did i understand that they ask you to change the singer that the, yeah <laughs> what kind of yeah, label they, would they, do that they, i'm pretty much in the band because of because of an accent like i i just Because like they lied and I, I thought we were going to like, on some label and my band was not doing good. And it so. was like a whole emotional thing too, because we were like, we were like, nah, when we got the email, we were like, nah, we're not kicking you out. Like we wouldn't do that. And he was like, no, I can't hold y'all back, man. Like if they want, if they want me gone, I gotta go. Like, yeah. and he, and he was like that y'all go ahead and do it. Go find somebody. And then we called Travis. And then I, I remember specifically the documentaries about our band are yeah, great. I know. I remember specifically um, so after sad. the three weeks when we found out the email was a fake or whatever. I remember it was like you or Joe came up to me and was like, "Hey, if you don't want to be in this, like we totally understand." Because like they were because we thought he was gonna think we were in on it. <laughs> like he thought we were like scamming him. Like, hey, come join the band and uh, we're gonna be famous in two weeks. <laughs> like I promise. Yeah, it was it was funny. But at the time, what made it all work out was the job I was working at. I just so happened to get laid off and they were like trying to tour. So they were like, if you still want to like jam with us, like, you know, we're still down to like try and be in this, even though that that was all fake. And then I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can do it. Oh, uh, this is the funniest story I've ever heard on the show. I'm crying. Oh, wow. Okay. It wasn't funny in the moment. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> we, like, dropped out of college. Me and, like, we literally, like, I was two semesters away from getting a degree. And we were like, nah, 
I quit. We're about to be on Pure Noise Records. <laughs> so my mom uh, isn't laughing like you either. <laughs> oh my god. That story is, uh, is... It doesn't seem real. It, it like. feels like... Because it, it's been so long now that it feels like... It feels like I've always been a part of this with them. But like... It's funny that it really was like just this huge like accident. That's like, what being twenty one is like. Just yeah. being a complete dumbass. Yep. Being twenty one <laughs> and thinking everything's gonna be like work out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, please, someone make a movie with this story. It's the I'm best. telling you. But, I know. Okay, but what happened to the first singer? Is he in another band? Or? He, he's just, he makes music. Yeah. He, he's okay, like good. got kids now. He's doing good. I think. Yeah. His life actually became a lot more <laughs> successful. <laughs> 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 he actually he has a home now. <laughs> That's so funny! Holy shit! We like we, we uh we saved his life. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my gosh! I think Pure No should have take you anyway just because of this story no i, I mean know, you're, you're, you're fine with iodine don't get me wrong but like uh, I mean, he's gonna kill us now yeah <laughs> we're gonna like guilt it him like oh, yeah shit. With, Come on. i dropped out of school <laughs> <laughs> god okay. i can't oh, i cannot I cannot imagine. It really doesn't feel real. Because, like, that's all pre-pandemic. So, like, everything pre-pandemic feels like a fever dream. Yeah, none of that really happened. <laughs> it, feel, it feels crazy. Uh, I, I hope this the person who did that, like, show off and apologize. I want to interview this person. Oh, my God. I, I want to thank them. Because, like, here I am. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, thanks. I, that's exactly. what I said. It all goes back to that gratitude. All back to the gratitude. <laughs> it all happens for a reason. And we're grateful. Uh, but that, oh, yeah. but I can't believe this person had so much time to lose to do that. It's ridiculous. I, I I'm shocked. Oh. I'm, it's funny, but especially because we're not even. We weren't even like a big band or anything. Like yeah, it, it would have been. It would have been funnier if it was like they managed to trick a like a big professional band. That would have been funny. Like we didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> Scams everywhere. When I was um, 20, 19... I, I had a, a small band and we were just like having beers and practice like once a week just for fun. But nobody would practice either way. We were not good, but we had fun. And once <laughs> I, you don't we, practice either, okay. <laughs> we received an email saying, uh, do you want to play to the Dagobert? It was like one of the best nightclub in Quebec City. So we were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's do at a contest and you'll see it's going to be fine. You'll be uh, playing against a band and people will vote. But like they put us mm. with such a great band and they would do that for the whole contest. Oh, like oh, a, yeah, a small shitty band <laughs> with a very nice rising band and then <laughs> they oh made people vote. Oh, They gave me four out of ten about my vocals so I was like okay that was it that's rough it was like scored each score? individual member like love that guitar yeah. lick but that drummer two out of ten go, yeah, back, yeah. go back to the ten buddy it was something oh like that God. but that that's not how they presented it but since we were like a small shitty band we brought all our friends and had like yeah. we sold like 60 tickets there we go <laughs> to that, be humiliated uh, so Oh my god, it reminds me good uh, scam uh, scam memories. We're living the same life right now. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is that like 
people oh. don't even give us the time to score us. At least like they took the time to score y'all. <laughs> they just look at us and they're like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, that's very funny. I lost all my interview plan. <laughs> uh, but after that, the release of the debut album, you start you you toured probably a lot with it after we pandemic. Did a few tours. Yeah, I'd say we did, we did a few tours um, after the album release. Um, we, we we got some in plans for this year, but uh, honestly, our big our big goal for us is we're, we're still looking for like you know people who want to take us up, big opportunities. Anybody wants to tour with us, let us know. Yeah, anyone should, out there in the universe should play you know? here in so. Quebec City. Could be great. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to go to Canada. We yeah, need to get passports. Yeah, we've never gone out of the country before. We've oh, been right really? there. We went to, well, not by your side. We went to Niagara Falls so we yeah. could see Canada. But yeah. yeah. Never been there. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's a very pretty city here. A very punk rock. The, it, Quebec City is a, maybe one million, like with all the suburbs and pretty far away. Mm, so yeah. it's not a huge city, but the local scene here is great really great it's very yeah I think, i think new orleans is only half a million so mm, yeah even though it seems like it would be bigger but yeah mm, so yeah. that's good yeah if we get some passports we can try to find some venues out there and they gotta let I, us out the country. i don't know what the drinking laws in canada are but that we always get confused going on tour because in new orleans You can just like walk outside with alcohol anywhere. Oh, not so. here. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, so we always do that. We're like, we don't think anything about it. We're just walking outside with beers and then the bouncer like grabs uh, us. Uh, what are you doing? Since pandemic, they allow us to drink in parks, which was forbidden before. But not, but oh, not, wow. not in the cool, street. In the street, it's, it's still forbidden. I'm but, saying, I, I mean, why, why parks? Yeah. And what are your next projects? Um maybe some tour in Quebec, maybe ah by the way, you should play uh, at the Puzza Fest. Uh, I, I totally picture you playing there. Could be a great Wait, is, that, is that in Quebec? It's in Montreal. It's uh, you know the Montreal. fest in Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's the same people? So, no, it's not the same people, but it's the same concept, but in Montreal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to. Yeah, do that. we played Fest uh, last year. That was like super oh. cool. Because that was stuff we had always dreamed about. We would see that when we were like super young. It was like, man, that would be cool to go play Fest and yeah. to do that last year. Check, yeah. check it off the list. Checking it. Oh yeah. yeah. So I've been there in 2018 or 17. Great weekend. Great. So yeah. cool. It's fun. Like shut down the whole like downtown area, and it's mm -hmm. everybody just there for the same yeah. reasons. It's so cool. in Montreal, it's, really hot, it's similar at the Puzza Fest. You should definitely check that for next year because the the lineup uh, was released today, so it's probably already set. Okay. But, when do yeah. they, when do they, what time of year they do it? Oh, you have to reach them in September, maximum. I would say August, September. Yeah. Okay. It's like a summer festival. It's in May. In May, okay. Got they, you yeah, you have to do it. In yeah, advance. for sure. <laughs> to look into for sure. Uh, okay, so um, and what other project do you have? Any music videos to shoot eventually? Or? We are working on another one for the record. Um, uh, I want I won't say which song, but I'm, I'm assuming people will probably have an idea. And uh, we are working on a new EP right now. Um, it's working title, but we Ooh. are doing a lot of the recording stuff yeah. ourselves. So we're hoping to have some new stuff out maybe this year. I 
don't have a time frame yet, but mm-hmm. eh, everything's up in there. We got like four songs. Yeah, we got like four. Right now. Oh, See where that's it goes. Great. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't even know what the sound really to describe it as, but definitely different from the album. Still, yeah, it's different from the record. We wanted to try something different, just us oh. surrounding here, seeing what we could do, yeah. and. So it'll be a little different. That's why we're doing it like an EP, just a trial. We'll see if people oh, like it. It's a good yeah. idea. We're, we're having fun. Yeah. How, <laughs> That's all that matters. But how different? Um, seven different. It, it's seven. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, it's like seven <laughs> in like how different it is. <laughs> Better than my vocal uh, 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's got some 80s centric qualities Leaning to it. more into that for sure yeah it's like it's like post post punk but like but 80s style kind of oh yeah oh so, yeah it's got a lot it's gonna be cool with synth Hopefully. yeah it's uh, awesome. a lot lots oh, of synth i love that great we're clicking a lot of buttons oh <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> no more instruments for us yeah <laughs> can't wait to hear that when can we hear this before the end of this year hopefully Don't hold our word to oh. it. 90, 80%. 80% sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, that's great. Hey, thank you so much. That was really good. Yeah. Really funny. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you. This is fun. This is super fun. I'm chilling. Uh, yeah. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, I'll need a picture of the two of you. Okay. Yeah. Like, for the visual. Like this web, uh, webcam picture right now? Yeah, we, we can. No, but for the visual uh, of the episode, yeah, we'll take a picture of us somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or the band, the whole band. It, it, if you have official pictures, you can send me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I sent some to Casey earlier, but um, but I'll I think you're alone on it. I didn't know you were. You would be two for the interview. So if you have oh, one yeah. where we could see both of you, could be great. We, we probably have some of all of us yeah. or something. Yeah. So that was yeah, fun. I was gonna say we live together, so like usually oh. I would see it either way. I was yeah. gonna be listening. Yeah. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> that's fun. Good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's a lot of fun. I was gonna say it's not always that you get to have interviews that uh, that make you laugh that hard. So <laughs> definitely, First I appreciate. Time from, I had funny story with this. It's because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's always another detail that. It was so rad. It it caught me off guard you bringing it up. That's why I was like, that's what made it even funnier for me. I was like, I was not ready for that one. Oh, really? Let's dive in. Yeah, because we always forget that story. Like, it it happens, it feels like forever ago, even though it's only been probably five years or so, but it's like, feels like a different lifetime. Feels like a different lifetime when that happened. Oh, yeah, sure. But (laughs) for listeners, we'll be really happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Oh, and oh, I forgot to ask you. Uh, do you have a repunk recommendation for for the listener for a band in your local scene that you might you want to promote? Shipwrecked. Yeah, Shipwrecked. Uh, that's that's a uh, Dave's other band. And yeah, our rhythm guitar player. He he sings and plays guitar in that band, and they're great. Shipwreck. Okay, good. I'll check them for sure. And What's the metal band that's popping off that you know the guy? The metal band. Wait, Brat. Oh yeah, there's there's a hardcore band called Brat out here that is um they're they're actually popping off really hard and they're uh, doing cool shit. Capra. Capra from Lafayette is really cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll check a whole that. email list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll check that.
Crackers, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Epic Merch Door and Iodine Recordings. Thank you to Scott Hallquist for his help with the co-production and the editing. If you want to help me with the show, there are so many things you can do that are super helpful. Like sharing the episodes in your social medias and tag me. You can also give me some feedback and suggestions. You can subscribe to the Patreon page to have access to some exclusive content in exchange of some money. Or you can just stay awesome as you usually are. And that makes me very, very happy already. I can't wait to be back next week, but until then, fuck your life!